Midway is the incredible motion picture that showcases the brave pilots and soldiers that fought the epic battle that turned the tide for the Allies in the Pacific. And joining me right now are the stars of Midway, Ed Skirin, Luke Kleintank, and director Roland Emmerich. Good morning. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Hey, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Greetings from Las Vegas. Good morning. Hey, man. How's Vegas? Well, the weather is cool and the tables are hot. Probably sunny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> First off, Roland, we've come full circle. My first job as a film critic over 20 years ago was uh, the dedication of the Independence Day Extraterrestrial Highway here outside of Las Vegas. Oh, wow. I remember that. So we've had many World War II films over the years, and there was a version of Midway back in the 1970s with Henry Fonda. How does this version stand on its own from those past films? You know, uh, not only about this one battle, it uh, describes like six months, you know, of the beginning of the Pacific War. And it shows, uh, in a way, I think like no other movie, how, you know, actually the Americans were underdogs at the very beginning. Uh, they were like facing uh, uh, incredible, uh, you know, well-trained, you know, and equipped uh, 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 Japanese Imperial Arm uh, Navy. And, uh, and it was like kind of a very daunting task and with a lot of luck and uh, a lot of, uh, you, know, uh, you know, bravery that kind of could turn uh, this, this battle. And, and turn the war with that. So in making Midway, gentlemen, uh, you're not playing characters, you're playing real life soldiers. So was it important for you to treat it with respect and get the facts right? I mean, it was of the utmost importance. The, ki the kind of weight of responsibility was, was there from the moment I, I, I laid eyes on the, on, on the, on the screenplay and, and, and the, the proposition of the project. And then, you know, the weight of responsibility just grew and grew from the moment I stepped onto Ford Island, Pearl Harbor, and Hickam Air Base in, 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 in Oahu, the weight of responsibility just grew and grew. You know, we spent so much time with servicemen and servicewomen. So many of the extras in the movie were servicemen and women. Many of the children were Navy children. And, you know, we were, we were surrounded by all, all ranks, you know, mm. from the Admiral of the Pacific Fleet to ensigns officers and, and, and such. So it, it was a... Um, a an overwhelming sense of responsibility that carried on throughout the whole shoot and that has continued in, 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 in this press run actually. It's, it's unlike any responsibility I've ever felt on any film project ever. And Roland, what I really admired about you in this version of Midway is that the Japanese were portrayed with humanity. You didn't demonize them at all. Well, you don't, you don't want to create new stereotypes, you know, because in war nobody wins, you know, and they were very honorable people too. And, you know, it's like kind of, that's really important these days that you like kind of stay true to just the facts, you know. And the facts is, you know, they were like kind of, uh, they were uh, extremely well trained, uh, but they were honorable people and they made a couple mistakes and they saw the, that they made mistakes and they also like, uh, you know, they, they, they chose the consequences too. And Roland, I have to say, I'm a submariner. I love submarine movies. I love anything to do with subs. And you included a submarine sequence in Midway. That was just the most exciting thing for me. Well, you know, uh, you know, look, it's like this. You know, we uh, when we're like kind of uh, this, you know, like wrote the script, uh, Wes and I like kind of talked about it. We kind of first of all, I like, kind of tried to kind of find what is the most exciting part. And I think the most exciting part is like kind of the dive bombing. And so that was like for me the most uh, diff, you know, difficult but also 
hardest, but also the most, uh, you know, uh, the, the most important thing to do that we that we could like kind of figure out how that would would have looked when they dived against these carriers uh, from twelve thousand feet, and and we like kind of looked at a lot of lot of uh, uh, stock footage to get it right. Now, Roland, all the studios passed on Midway, so you went the independent film route. Uh, this $100 million epic was done outside the studio system. Tell me about that incredible journey. Well, it was like kind of first a little bit, you know, uh, you know, daunting, uh, um, but I wanted to make the movie and, uh, and uh, you know, we're, we're like kind of just uh, going around uh, with our hats all, all over the world and collected money for it, which is kind of cool in a way because... Uh, uh, you like kind of become the studio yourself, you know, and you like kind of deliver a movie, you know, to all these different countries. And uh, it gave us uh, or gave me like kind of maybe the first time again, because I started in the independent business again, like this feeling of uh, I'm in charge. I can make this movie like however I want it. And, and I think it changed the movie how it was uh, you know, made a lot, you know, story-wise and look-wise and uh, also casting-wise. Now, Ed Luke, you're portraying real-life soldiers in Midway. Tell me about the research you did on these two gentlemen. Well, a lot, a lot mm. of research. I mean, there's, there's a lot of verbiage out there about the war. Um, and, you know, there are pictures and documentaries um, and many, and many accounts. But for me, specifically, my character wrote a book called The Flying Guns. And he wrote it six months after the battle was done after Midway had ended. Um, so it was fresh in his memory. And so that for me was kind of a Bible. It was uh, something that I held close to my chest during the whole shoot, just so that I could hear his voice because you know, there was no video documentation of him. I could only just look at pictures. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm someone who goes head over heels into research on every job that I do and, and, and probably do more than I need to from the first moment that me and Luke met on a, in Pearl Harbor, Ford Island, um, I realized I'd met my match with, with, with someone else who's crazy about research. We, we kind of pulled together all of our information. There were many accounts. Um, you know, Dusty Cleese wrote an, an incredible book, uh, Never Call Me a Hero, as well as Clarence Dickinson's book, which were very informative first-hand accounts. And then you had these the, many Book, historical books documenting the, the sort of timelines of, of the battle and such. So there was a lot to do in, in, in that regard. You know, there was one preoccupation with under, just understanding the sort of dates and timelines and the overall understanding the, the sort of historical um, factual information of, of, of what was happening. Secondly, there was the individual accounts of the dive bombers who had a very specific job in the war and specific dynamic and emotion to their job. But then outside of that, we had to kind of try and fill in the blanks in terms of the emotional state of beings of these men. You know, we're born in the 80s, you know, it's 2019. We really haven't faced the kind of struggle and bravery that these men from the greatest generation had to. So we had to, to, to try and find that emotional place that, that, that they might be in. So there was a lot of research, but that's kind of a part of the job that I think me and Luke Love is, is to learn, you know? Yeah. As we all know, World War II had the greatest generation. The Battle of Midway was the turning point for the war. It was a make or break moment. How important is it for millennials and younger people to know their history and to know this specific battle and how important it was? It's, mm. it's an important story, an important story that needs to be told, a very important story for American military, 
political history and therefore global history. Uh, you know, for our, for the millennials, you know, for my generation, for, for, for everyone, it's important to remember the past, remember the cost of war, remember the sacrifice that these men, as you say, the greatest generation, um, their contribution that, that has enabled us to live in this relative peace and, and, and uh, privilege. Now, Roland, the Battle of Midway is so complicated. World War II has so many details. How do you approach making an epic film like this? Where do you begin? Yeah, but it's like, uh, I look, I, I want to make this movie since 20 years, so I had a lot of time to think. <laughs> and uh, what, I, what I decided very early on, I kind of said, you cannot understand the Battle of Midway without seeing the attack on Pearl Harbor. So we like, kind of decided you know, to tell six months of uh, the beginning of the war and just uh, show how an amazing turnaround or comeback that was for the Americans. And, you know, and, take, and, and describe all the different aspects which go into a battle because so many people are involved in battles and then sometimes only a certain personal decision of one of these thousands of people who like kind of uh, do battle uh, kind of some, sometimes like, uh, you know, like kind of uh, in a way makes uh, one side to win the battle. So there's a lot of luck involved, a lot of bravery. And, you know, uh, yeah, and it's like kind of just what we wanted to tell. So, Ed, your, your character throughout the film, he chews a lot of gum. What brand of gum did he chew? <laughs> People keep asking me what brand of gum yeah, it yeah, was. Gum. I'm not sure, but the other day I did ask someone for a gum. They gave it to me and I said, this, this, this is the gum from the movie. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but I, I, I think I, it was like a real gum, you know, yeah. I think. Uh, it was gum, a modern gum. Well, yeah, but it is yeah. still, they still have it. Yeah, you know, I think we we kind of found one which we could buy the rights and you know like kind of show it in the movie. Oh uh, yes, no, yeah. The the, the artwork was yeah. was it was an old gum that is written about in the in the in the testimonies that, that pilots would chew. I think to to stop the pressure in the areas right, or something exactly. like that. Um, exactly. But but yeah, I can't remember what brand it was. But yes, I chewed <laughs> a lot of gum. I haven't been chewing much gum since. You know, the, the Nick Jonas sequence, that really broke my heart. I think that was one of the most powerful scenes in the whole film. When he gets like oh. kind of thrown in the water, yeah. Yeah. that's pretty emotional. It yeah. really was. Yeah. None of us want to see Nick Jonas thrown in the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, congratulations on an incredible and important epic film for all generations to see. And when you have a chance, come out and visit us in Las Vegas. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. I would Thank love you. to be out there. Thank you again and good luck with the film. Thank you, Thank Thank you. so much. All right, you can catch Midway in theaters now. And for more reviews and interviews, you can surf on over to my website at VegasFilmCritic.com. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.